0: or whether you're talking about life. And in that, there's a lot of people that would say, well, just follow your truth. Sorry, truth is not personal. Truth is truth. Lies are lies. Now, lies can be personal. Self-deception can be personal. But when you talk about truth, there's only one truth. Uh, I dropped the mic here today, which lets us know gravity's a truth. And there's people that would say, well, that's a conspiracy. No, it's not. Gravity is, in fact, a, a, a law of science that God put in motion. And I, I'm off on a tangent already, but why not? When, when you don't look at things and you don't buy into the fact that there is something known as truth, you start falling for every lie. And with that, people that the Bible talks about, they had not a love for the truth. And everybody says, well, that's only biblical truth. No. People that don't have a love for truth, they start forgetting what gender they are. Hallelujah. They, they don't love the truth. And the Bible says God gives them over a strong delusion. It's not just a biblical delusion. People have been given over all sorts of delusions because they never made a purchase of the truth. Amen. But in that, he also says you got to buy wisdom and instruction, but don't forget understanding. Because in all you're getting, you got to get understanding understanding in life, understanding in truth, understanding in in just uh, going through the motions of this world. Amen. But where do we get understanding? Uh, Psalms 147 and 5, the Bible says, Great is our Lord and of great power. His understanding is infinite. Book of Proverbs, you'll find it'll talk about wisdom, knowledge, and understanding over and over and over, and it will tell you that it was through understanding, it was through wisdom, it was through knowledge that God framed and created the world and created the earth, and 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 ultimately, understanding is something that God set into motion, and it comes from Him, because He's the one that has infinite understanding, let me encourage somebody with that verse here today, that means God has infinite understanding about what you're going through. That means God has infinite understanding of where you came from. God has infinite understanding about where you're going, how you're going to get there. So we don't have to worry about the how and the why. And we don't have to, we don't, we don't have to think that there's no understanding to be had. We just have to go to the source of understanding. Hallelujah. So 1 Kings 4 and 29. Where do we get, do we get understanding? It comes from God. But how do we get this understanding? Verse Kings 4 and 29, the Bible says, And God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding exceeding much and largeness of heart, even as the sand that is on the seashore. Proverbs 2 and 2. Hallelujah. We're just going through this. When you think about Solomon, we think of him as the wisest man in the world. But what else did he get? He got understanding. And understanding, you'll find he preaches that through his book through the book of proverbs that you've got to get understanding and God wanted him to have the wisdom to lead the people but he also wanted them to have him to have an understanding because as leaders you can't just have wisdom how to lead you got to be able to understand people I'll just step out here for a minute you 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 have to be willing to understand people and if you're if you're not able to understand if you have a misunderstanding of people uh, you, you will not be effective as a, as a Christian, as a leader, as a person in life. If you misunderstand everybody, and when I say understanding, I'm talking about you have the wrong perception of everybody else. If you think everybody's out to get me, everybody's against me, your understanding is off. And you won't be effective with those people. Mm, hallelujah. I wish I had somebody here today. Hallelujah. But you, you've got to have the proper perception, the proper understanding of people. Because working with people is messy business. And if you if you if you always think, well, uh, they just don't like me and this isn't happening and I don't want your your understanding's off. And so God was like, Solomon, for you to be an effective king, for you to be an effective leader, I've got to not just give you wisdom of how to lead, I've got to give you understanding, understanding of life, understanding of people, understanding of leadership in general. And so understanding is is something that goes very deep into our core. Proverbs 2 and uh, verse number 2, the Bible says, So that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom, apply thy heart to understanding. Yea, if thou criest after knowledge, and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver, and search for her as hid treasures, then thou shalt understand the fear of the Lord, and find knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding if anybody lacks understanding about anything whether it's doctrine whether it is life whether it is marriage whatever you want to put in that category uh, the bible is chock full of understanding you can simply have a prayer meeting that says God I just do not understand and the bible says that there is a peace that God gives that passes all understanding amen I've been in enough situations, enough places in life where I just didn't get it. Anybody ever been there? I don't understand. Has anybody ever said that? I just I just don't understand. I, I, I'll get into this. I might be ahead of myself. I don't understand why they're blessed and I'm not. I don't understand why they have everything and, and nothing's going right for me. I just, I just don't understand why I'm always sick. Right? You're one prayer meeting away from figuring out why. Amen. Amen. And if you don't get a why from God, he'll give you peace. I don't know why this has happened in my life. I've asked that more times than I can question. But at the same time, if God didn't give me an answer, he gave me peace about it. And we've got to be willing to say, you know what? I'm going to apply my heart to search out knowledge, wisdom. but I got to get understanding about some things. And, uh, and this goes deeper. And I, I don't know why I'm on this, but let's talk about it. this goes into people everybody makes sense when you take the time to understand their story don't be so quick to cut people off hallelujah don't be so quick and so sharp to say i'm not going to talk to i'm not going to talk to them i'm not going to shake their hand i'm not going to be near them i'm just because you know what i just they just they just don't like me or whatever 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 you want to put into that category i know this is a people issue this goes all the way through from me to you but but ultimately, if we take the time to understand the person, we'll understand uh, what their reasoning is. Maybe they maybe they're scared of people. Maybe they're scared of opening themselves up to somebody else, uh, and maybe they've been hurt in the past by other people. And what happens when you get that understanding is you have compassion on people. Mm-hmm. I'm teaching good. Hallelujah. If we are not willing to search understanding, we will not get it. If we don't ask for understanding, we will not get it. Amen? And so, with that, I'll move forward. Hallelujah. Because I could go down that road for a long time. Amen. How do we get life or how do we get understanding in life? Both physical, both spiritual. Uh, Proverbs 15 and 32. Pull that up. Proverbs 15 and 30. You are fast. Thank you. He that refuseth Instruction despiseth his own soul, but he that heareth reproof getteth understanding. I'll talk about this from a pastoral role and as a leadership role. Your ability to be corrected will increase your understanding. If if you don't want to be corrected, you will stay ignorant for the rest of your life. Everybody's got to be able to be corrected. That means me. That means you. I got a pastor just like you do. I got somebody that can come by and crack the whip. And and many times that's happened in my life where I've just been brought in the office and just sat down and told exactly what I was doing wrong and why I was doing wrong. And I'm going to be honest with you in my in my ignorance and in my youth. I wanted to rise up and say, what do you know? tell you what that man knows he's got understanding and and ultimately my man of God had had a view that I didn't see he saw where God was leading my life and the directions and the steps I was taking were never going to get me there and so he came by and was trying to bring a little correction so that I could increase my understanding so the next time I got correction I was ready to receive it because it blessed my life it helped my life Understanding is one of those things that you acquire through the, through the correction of life. Sometimes life brings correction. It's not always from people. Sometimes it is your boss. Sometimes it is the church. Sometimes it comes through that avenue. But sometimes life brings forth some correction. Sometimes you get sick and you don't know why. And, and, and sometimes you lose your job and you did everything right and life is coming by and you could get bitter about that. You could get offended by that or you can say, God, what lesson are you trying to teach me through this? What understanding are you trying to bring into my life? What am I not getting? What am I not understanding? What what is not working that will hurt me later in life? Because life always kicks back when you're doing something wrong. Like some people go, well, why would my lights get turned off? You lack understanding because if you'd have paid your bill, the lights would have stayed on. Every Friday become Black Friday. Hallelujah. can't you pay your bills. But, but there's people like that. Well, well, how come I can't have the car they have? Well, get a job. Make a payment. Whoa, deep understanding here. This is no. Life teaches you those things. Uh, man, why am I always riding the bus? Because, you know, you don't have a car, you know. Well, how, okay. An immature understanding would take that rebuke of life that you gotta walk everywhere. I'm just using this as an example. I hope I'm not offending anybody. You're riding the bus everywhere, and the immature understanding would say, Well, I just didn't have as good of a start in life as everybody else. Everybody else is better than me, more bless me. Your perception's off, your understanding's off. Off. Oh. In fact, that's exactly what the man said. Jesus touches his eyes one time, and he says, how do you see? And he says, well, I see, but I see men as trees walking. You know what, what was wrong? His perception, his understanding was off. He saw everybody else as being bigger than him, stronger than him, more rooted and grounded than him. Well, I could never do that. I'm not as good of a leader. I'm not as good of that. I, I, you know, those people just have been around a lot longer. They've got all this, and, and, and ultimately your perception's off. And you'll go through life looking at everybody else through that wrong lens if you don't let life bring you a little understanding. If you don't pray and say, God, give me a little understanding. You'll look at the person that's blessed, and you'll think, why are they blessed and I'm not? That's the wrong question. The right question is, how do I get that? If you're always broke and busted, you can ask certain Questions from life, from God, and say, Lord, you can ask your boss, why haven't I gotten a raise? So there's some folks who want a raise. Go ask him why you haven't got it. He'll tell you, will you show up late? You're not nice to customers. I'm just, hey, I'm giving life understanding here. Why am I not this, that, and the other? If you just ask the question, I guarantee life will bring you the answer. God, how do I move forward in life? That's the right question to ask. That's the mature question to ask. That's how you get understanding. God, what steps do I have to take to get out of where I am to get where I'm supposed to be? Hey, listen, I, I'm not asking why every every church in the area has a building and we don't. I'm not asking that question. That's immature. I'm saying, God, what do we have to do to get that to? What areas do we have to correct? What, what do we have to fix? What, what are we not ready for that you know we're not ready for that we can start working on and molding and shaping? God, I accept the correction that, you know, sometimes the lack of things brings more correction than when God gives you things. God will allow a correction to come by where you just, you just don't have. And there's something about not having that makes you want to grow and makes you want to get up and say, you know, I refuse to stay here. If life's always comfortable, you'll stay comfortable. If life never comes by and slaps you upside the head, you'll always stay where you are. But sometimes you need that, that late notice on your door. Sometimes you need them to come knocking on your door and say, hey, you owe us money. Amen. Because what it does, it says this is not an acceptable way to be in life. And it comes by and corrects you. And to have the right understanding or the right way to get understanding, you take that as a lesson and say, okay, I'm going to grow through this to grow in my understanding. I'm going to grow in life. I'm going to grow in God. Amen. So you get it through rebuke. Whether it's from an individual, your boss, you speed, and the cop rebukes you, that's, you can get understanding through that. Oh, why do I always get tickets? Stop speeding. Well, why does everybody honk at me? Speed up! Just thought I'd throw that one out there. If you... Listen, don't drive it like you stole it, but please drive it like you own it. Put your pedal on the metal and don't drive in the left lane. You get in the right lane, let's all pass you. I'm just giving some understanding here today. I've traveled for too long. You can tell. Hallelujah. Nehemiah 8 and 8. Let me talk about the Bible for just a second. This translates. I just want you to know. We talk about understanding. You could translate any of this. We talk about rebuke. You can let the Bible rebuke you. You'd be shocked how much your life would change by opening up the Bible and reading it. I first got saved, I thought it was a regular book. I just, I opened it up, went through Genesis, and then it was like so-and-so begat, so-and-so. I didn't know what begat meant. I just thought, this is boring. But you know what I started seeing? I started seeing like, dude, I started seeing Adam and Eve, like messing up. I'm like, you stupid. (laughs) I don't like snakes. You shouldn't like snakes either. Stop talking to animals, you stupid and crazy, you know. I, I looked at that, and you know what? All of a sudden, God started, through his word, give me a little understanding. Stop having conversations with your enemy. Stop. This isn't a conversation. When God said it, there's no conversation about it. And it's through that you start learning. People make mistakes through the Bible, and God uses them. God forgives them. You get understanding through that, and you start making the same mistakes that you just told those people in the Bible not to do because they're stupid you got this aerial view and then you're living life and you're doing the exact same thing they're doing, but a few thousand years later, God's got to bring understanding through his word, amen, hallelujah, I got a lot we could do, Nehemiah 8 and 8, the Bible says this, so they read in the book of the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading, let's just go through the verse real quick, And I'm going to talk here in a minute. Jeremiah 3 and 15. And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge. No, just knowledge. You're just going to know something. No. And understanding. Because a true pastor is going to give you understanding about some stuff. Matthew 15 and 10. And he called the multitude and said unto them, hear and understand. Luke 24 and 45. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. I'll tell you where else you can get understanding right from coming to church. Amen. We're getting understanding right now. There's some folks who are going to stop speeding. Some people are going to start speeding. Hallelujah. You got a revelation. I don't have to honk at you. But in this, the job of, of a leader, of a preacher, of anybody... Not just when it comes to doctrine. That's absolutely the truth. Listen, I have met too many folks that just tell people because I said. If I were to go by and say, why do you live that way? Why do you dress that way? Why do you act well? The pastor said so. Wrong answer. Well, it was just preached. Now, I understand the submission side of it. That's awesome that people are willing to do it. That's man. That's a great spirit. But I want to tell you, I don't want that in the church. I don't want people, well, I don't know. He just said so. Listen, a true leader, a true pastor is going to come by, and I I think it's already been put into the church, and and they're going to be able to say, well, let me tell you why we do this. Let me tell you why we don't put this in our home, because it ruins your home. It'll ruin your kids. It'll ruin your family. That's understanding. Somebody praise him. it is a leadership style let me just speak to some of the leaders to not give understanding to give knowledge is to know is to know what to give wisdom is to know how but to give understanding is to know why i think everybody that lives for God ought to have a why in their life they ought to have understanding this is why i do why do you lift your hands? If you don't know, I mean, you ought to go back through your life and go, why do I do that? There's nothing wrong with asking that question. I, I don't know who propagated that was a bad thing and you were being rebellious. No, you should ask why. Why do we repent? Why are we baptized in Jesus' name? Why are we filled with the Holy Ghost? Why? 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 There's nothing wrong with asking why when you really want to know the answer. There is something wrong with people that ask why just because they want to ask why That's immature. Kids always ask why. Clean your room. Why? Well, because your room's dirty. Why? Because you messed it up. Finally, the parents go, because I said so. (laughs) And that's that's where we get it from. But when you live for God, it's got to go to a deeper level of understanding. Why do we live the way we live? Yes, we can go chapter and verse. There's some things we don't have chapter and verse for. There's no smoking in the Bible. That ought to be chapter and verse enough. They didn't smoke then, we don't smoke now. But but we may not have chapter and verse right there. But I'll tell you right now, we can go by and say, Man, I love God. And and if my body's the temple of the Holy Ghost, I want to live a few more years to witness to some people. I'm just giving one example. Why do we do this? Well, I love God. Your understanding's got to go deeper. It's got to go deeper than just they said so, this happened. And no. We've got to have some people of understanding. I refuse to be a pastor and a leader that doesn't have people that understand why. Hey, everything we preach and teach, I'll tell you why. It's right here in the book. Amen. It's in the book. You you call me on the carpet any time, and if it ain't in the book, man, we got to change it. But I promise it's in the book. And if it's not written in black and white, it's in a precept. It's in a principle. We're going to be able to pull it up and say, well, it's right there. And if you can't see it, brother, let's pray for your understanding. And until you see it, go ahead and do what you want to do. But I promise you, if you obey God's words, you will be blessed. And if there's no other reason to do it, I got an understanding. God blesses those that obey his word. Amen. And so Jesus made sure they understood. When they read the book of the law, they made sure they read it distinctly. They made sure it made sense. And they made sure that everybody understood. Amen. Now, I will tell you, people that don't read their Bible at home, please don't come up to me after church and say, well, I don't understand that. I'm not against that. I'm a, I'm a Bible study teacher. I love it. But people, I'm not talking about people that are just coming to church. You ask me any question you want. I've been here 40 years. I don't understand why. Well, go home and read your Bible. Because you will actually answer most of the questions by just reading it. Amen. My, I never had to go sit in my pastor's office for six months trying to figure out why I did this. Why did this. I just read the Bible and it opened itself up. I didn't have somebody have to teach me. There was one God. I found it from Genesis to Revelations. I, I man, I I've not seen any other way. I, well, you've you learned in seminary. No, I never went to seminary. I'm too dumb. But but I got understanding from his word. And so if you're willing to take that word, I promise you, you'll have exactly what Jesus did to his disciples. He opened their understanding. You think God doesn't want you to know His Word? Come on, we we he gave us sixty six books. It's like a love letter. He wants everybody to understand it. He wants everybody to take that book, eat that book, absorb that book, live that book, let that book become life, let that book become a part of their their everyday existence, and to get every bit of understanding from this book. Because if He put it in there, He wants us to know it. Amen. Hallelujah, brother. Why don't you go ahead and pull up Proverbs one and five? Bible says a wise man will hear and will increase learning and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel. You know where you get understanding? You get it from listening. I know a lot of people that seek to be understood, but they never seek to understand. They want to be heard, but they don't want to hear. And you could tell them the same thing ten times over. They didn't hear it because they were spending the whole time thinking about what they were going to say. Hey, this translates to everything. This tra- this translates to marriage. I can't tell you how many times we've done that. We talked about. It. We yelled at each other for it, because one of us is sitting there trying to explain and give understanding about something. And the other one's thinking about what they're going to say. How many people have done that in church? Done that with God? Done that in their in their relationships? Done that with their job? Done that with life? Lo- God might be trying to give understanding, but we're too busy trying to, you know, I just want to be heard. Well, understanding comes from people that are willing to take counsel, people that are willing to hear. Amen. God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason. We, we, we ought to be having our, that's why the Bible says he that has ears to hear, because it's possible. I know a lot of deaf people. They, they may not wear anything. I'm not making fun of anybody, but they're tone deaf. They they are They are deaf to opinions. They're deaf to instruction. And that's really what Jesus is saying. You might have ears on your head, but do they work? When you come to church, the Bible says be careful how you hear. Okay? Not always what you hear. Be careful how you hear. How did you understand that? How did you perceive that? When somebody speaks to you and all you understand or all you perceive is something very neat, you might want to check with them. You might want to go, well, I didn't, I didn't hear that right. Hey, I'm talking to some married folks. How many times have you had those conversations where you heard one thing, they heard another? It's, a, it's an understanding issue. You've got to be careful how you hear, but you've got to be willing to listen. Hallelujah. Hebrews 11 and 3. So this is how we get understanding. This is how we obtain understanding. Hebrews eleven three, 3. We get a principle from this scripture. Through faith. We understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So the things which are seen were not made of the things which do appear. Now, obviously, there is a theological point being made here. But I want to take the concept that sometimes we need faith to help us understand some things. Why'd they die? Why'd they leave? Why? There's times Job had no understanding. His kids died. His cattle died. His wife didn't, and he didn't understand. (laughs) She was cursing God and, you know, whatever. He was just trying to do Somebody joked and said the devil knew exactly what he was doing. (laughs) But, But ultimately, he had no understanding. And you know what he had to do? He had to lean not on his own understanding. He had to lean on his faith. His faith that God knows what he's doing. God's got my best interests at heart. God's been taking care of me this long shall I only receive good from the Lord not evil life is like a pendulum it swings from one end to the other and Job had an understanding if I got good things you know what it happens to everybody. It rains on the just and on the unjust. It, you know what? It's other people have had bad things happen. Bad things happen to them. It, it, it'll happen to me. Good things happen to me. It'll happen to them. It goes around. It comes around. And Job had this revelation. But I'll tell you where this came from. It didn't come from understanding. Nothing was going on. was analytical. Nothing was logical. Nothing made sense. Everything was going wrong. How many times you've been there. But he had to lean on his faith in God. And sometimes to get understanding, you I don't have understanding, but I have faith. And God, if you'll have, if you'll help me, I know there's a peace that passes all understanding. I'll just trust you, and if I can't understand the situation, I can understand that God will take care of me through the situation. If I can't figure all the details out, I can trust that God understands what's going on, and God's got the details taken care of. And God, if God will clothe the lilies of the field, if God will take care of sparrows, God will take care of you and I. God, come on, somebody you got to have faith sometimes to help us to understand some things that go on in life. Because without faith, we end up going through this world, not understanding, getting frustrated, getting disappointed. But if we just step back and say, God, I don't know, but I trust you. I have faith in you. God will grant us an understanding that comes through faith. Amen. Psalms 119.34. Now here's a good question. Why? Why do we need understanding? Why does it matter? I've already talked about it a little bit, but let's go into the Bible. Psalms 119 and 34. Give me understanding, and I shall keep thy law. Yea, I shall observe it with my whole heart. Psalms 111 and 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endureth forever. We have to get understanding because without understanding, we will not be able to effectively keep God's commandments. We might do what was said, but to effectively keep God's commands and keep God's word and keep God's law. I, I don't know about you, but I, I when I first got saved, I had to know why. Now, I did things not knowing why. And sometimes it, understanding comes after doing it sometimes the revelation doesn't show up first you know when we tell people to repent and be baptized it doesn't make sense how getting in a dirty tank of water is going to get you any cleaner It doesn't make sense it's not understandable but people that do it they come up out of that water speaking another tongue it's a new creature and then they get the revelation of how powerful baptism is there's some things we do and then we get understanding But ultimately, what we should do is seek God. Give me understanding about this because I want to effectively fulfill your word. I want to effectively fulfill your will. Proverbs 2 and 11. Discretion shall preserve thee, but it's understanding that will keep thee. Proverbs 13 and 15. Good understanding giveth favor. But the way of a transgressor is hard. Now, i got to stop for a moment and talk about that. Why is the way of a transgressor hard? Because they refuse to understand. And again, I'm not just talking about doctrine. I'm talking about life. This is why people, why am I always getting arrested? Well, stop selling drugs. I mean, and they refuse correction. They refuse understanding. They, they just don't accept it. And what happens is they make their way in life so much harder than if they would have just said, you know what, I, I want to understand that law. Oh, oh, if I sell drugs, I go to jail because drugs hurt people. Oh, OK. And, and, and obviously, I know people aren't that stupid. People do it knowingly. But what I'm telling you is that if we take that example, we can move that into the kingdom of God. Some people, they think, well, I'm just going to try it my own way. Well, have you ever thought that, yeah, you might be able to drive down the road with triangular wheels maybe square wheels, but somebody figured out the round works a lot better. And if you just seek for understanding and ask, well, you know what, yeah, I think this way would be better, instead of trying it your own way, just come by and say, "Uh, has anybody ever tried this? Now, your way might might be a lot better. But but truth be told there's a lot of people that live through life and they've gone a long way we got some saints with gray hair and white hair up in this building that can tell you well we go way back and this is why we don't do this because we figured out a long time ago it don't work and I know you're 15 years old and you you got life figured out and that's why life gets harder for transgressors because they think well my way is the right way they lack understanding but people that love understanding they'll come by and they'll get counsel they'll listen ask questions amen let's go to the next verse proverbs 14 and 29 he that is slow to wrath is of great understanding but he that is hasty of spirit exalteth folly again people that lack understanding they're quick to just open their mouth and just say the dumbest thing that comes to their mind amen there's a good distance when your brain and your mouth leave it there <laughs> let it let it take a minute marinate think about what you really want to say before you say it amen And and people that have understanding, they go, yes, I could snap on this person. But I I actually, I've learned in life that if I snap on this person, they're not going to receive what I say, right? This is people of understanding. And people of understanding are able to maneuver with people. They're able to maneuver through life, and it helps them. Proverbs 17 and 27, he that hath knowledge spareth his word, and a man of understanding is of an excellent spirit. Hey, if somebody's got a rotten spirit, they lack understanding. Somebody's got an excellent spirit, you might want to gain some understanding from them. Why is it that you're always able and willing to help? Got a smile on your face. There's some understanding. there. There's some, there's some folks that could use some understanding. I, I've been in that place in life where you know what? I've, I've just hung out with the wrong people and I've got a rotten spirit about everything. But you know what? There's, something, there's some commonalities between people that have excellent spirits have an excellent attitude. There's some understanding there. And and if you don't have one, you have a rotten attitude, a rotten spirit. Even if it's at your job and you find somebody who's just excellent at everything they do, get around them. Listen. Let them rebuke you. And get that same understanding. Because when you have an excellent spirit, all sorts of things open up for you. Amen. Amen. I think God's interested in that. I think God's God gave us his Holy Spirit. Not so we can have a rotten spirit. I'm off on a tangent. Let's go. Let's go. Immature people, immature understanding, people that lack understanding, they, they just go, well, that did, you know, whatever, as long as I do it. Well, there's a difference between obedience and, and, and submission. Because your kid, you could tell them, well, clean your room, and they could go clean their room and stomp the whole way to do it. They obeyed you, but they weren't submitted to you. But somebody who's got an excellent spirit that has a submissive spirit, they, they've got the understanding, it's not just about what I do, it's how I do it. Amen. Understanding when you, and let me bring it back to the church, because this is, again, this is this is uh, adult class. This is life lessons. This is biblical lessons. When, when you look at your life and you go, well, you know what, how can I improve in this area or that area? Start asking those questions and don't be afraid to do that. But people that are, always fighting and saying, I don't want to do that. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't like that. And they spend all of their energy saying why they can't or why they won't. They lack understanding. They'll never mature to that next level. Amen. But God really wants to take people to that next level. He wants to take his church to the next level. He wants everybody to go on to that next. Hey, I wish I could tell you everybody in in the wilderness made it to the promised land, but not everybody did. I'll tell you why, because a lot of them had a rotten attitude. And, and hey, I don't think anybody here has that. I'm just telling you that it's a human problem. And so what we have to do is what we have to be willing to do is find somebody that has a good spirit, a good attitude, and say, you know what, i got to get around them, i got to listen, and let God use me through that. Amen. Proverbs, uh, brother, let's go. Proverbs 24, 3 through 4, I'm almost done. Through wisdom is a house built and by understanding it is established and by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. If you want a good life, one of those key components is going to be that you seek for understanding. And I hope that we understand when I say understanding, I'm talking mostly about having the right perception. But sometimes I'm ta- I'm saying that we need to be able to say why? And understand why and have a reason for why we do X Y and Z and if we do that God starts building our house God makes sure that he establishes our house and as a people of God God wants to take us to that next level and and sometimes we could go well I don't agree or I don't like this or I don't like that but if we get the understanding that everything at the next level means we all got to go to another level God can start using understanding to establish pillars in the church amen, with an excellent spirit, an excellent attitude that, hey, I, you know what? I could go and do this, and I could go try to do it by myself, but because I understand this is all about one body of believers moving to the next level, right? Because I got understanding that God's trying to build something at ARC. I'm willing to go to another level. I'm willing to increase. I'm willing to build upon this. I'm willing to let God establish my life we we just you know I'm going to tell you right now what we need is we need more people to come together and say God establish me establish me if you've been living for God and this is this is this is why we talk about mature understanding if you've been living for God and you got the wrong perception you got the wrong reasoning and ultimately Paul is saying it, when I was a child there is an understanding that comes with children they always they always want to know why but the way they ask it is totally, why do I have to do this? Why do I have to do that? Uh, an, an immature understanding is always trying to, they're not asking it because they want to know, they're asking to get out of it. How many things in life or in God are you trying to avoid? Amen. that is an immature understanding of life. You can't avoid life. Life's meant to be lived. Hallelujah. I ain't getting no shouts in here, Brother Machado. <laughs> How many things are we trying to say, well, it doesn't really matter? I don't need to do that. How many times are you getting an interaction with somebody you got the wrong perception of them? Hey, kids got it the wrong He he did this to me because he hates me. Well, that's a childish understanding of people. Actually, he took your toy because he likes your toy. Like, not because he hates you, it's not personal. why that well, that person stepped on my toe? Well they were running the aisles and they didn't see your toe, and you had, you had your foot out there. Maybe you pull your foot back in, right? And when people have proper understanding, a proper perception, proper reasoning, and they mature in that, they're able to help people that don't have it. There's people that live for God for 10 years, 10, 20, 30, 50 years, and they don't have a mature understanding. They think coming to churches so they can wrong understanding we come to give well what can I get out of this service well I understand there's a moment in time for that when we come and man bless God what can I get you know what can I get out of I need a miracle I, I get that that's understandable but there's times when we come to church and we go no a mature understanding says what can I give in this service what can I contribute what can I bring into life what, when people don't people that are immature they get married thinking that what they can get out of the marriage bro, I didn't get married thinking what I could get out of the marriage. I was thinking, you know what? I want to bless this person. I love this person. I've just absolutely, I pay a lot of money. I give a lot of things. I'm not, you know, you know what I'm saying? You just, you just, your, your understanding's got to grow to another level. And the same thing comes in the church and the kingdom of God with other people. Man, how can I bless this person? Not how are they going to bless me? How are they going to hurt me? How are they going to offend me? No, what can I do to bless this person? You know what's gonna grow the church? People growing in understanding. I come to church and I think to myself, what can I do for people today? What can I do for God today? I I wanna have an understanding that is matured, and it doesn't think about how I I can avoid things. Let, Let me just tell you this, avoidance is not a solution. You can't avoid life, you can't avoid people. Hallelujah. You can't avoid relationships. And when you have the proper understanding of life and other people, what you do is you start you start changing your mindset and God builds a church on people of understanding. He establishes a church on people of understanding. And 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 well, we could ask, well, where's where's the 500 that everybody's been talking about? Well, I'll tell you where it is. It's when people say, "God, okay. Establish me. Help me to grow." The church will only grow as fast as we grow. Hey, I got a I got a big burden on my on my shoulders, and I understand it. Hey, I, I got a lot of growing to do. Please forgive me, pray for me. I, I got a lot of growth and a lot of different things. But the church is only gonna grow as big as the people will grow. People that lack understanding, they think, well, I just come to church, I'm not needed. I just walk out the doors, in the doors, whatever the case may be. I come in and leave immediately as soon as the service is over. You lack understanding. The church is built on relationships. I'm going in. Why not? We've got to be willing to build relationships with people. If the church is going to grow, it's going to be people that have an understanding that if I don't build a relationship with that person, they'll go back to the gang, they'll go back to the drug house. If there's more relationship out there than there is in here, if there's more love out there than there, and I don't think that's how the case is, but I am saying that we've got to be people that say, God, I want to be established. I want to make sure that you can build your church on my shoulders. I want to make sure. Hey, if you bring them, I'll make sure I re- I, I, I'll I take them out for donuts. I'll go for coffee, whatever I got to do to make sure what can I give to the kingdom of God. And when God takes people that have that understanding, have that revelation, he will build upon it. He builds pillars and from those pillars and that foundation that he's been laying in doctrine, God will begin to build a church that's what God is doing right now. Why? And th- this is what happens. People that don't have proper understanding will go through a trial and think God hates me. Why me? Well, you lack understanding. The Bible says don't despise the fiery trials which are to try you as though some strange things happen. Because it is the trying year of faith being much more precious than that or gold or silver which perish. In. Because there's something that happens in the trial that will not happen in the and there's some folks that have been going through the fire over the last few years, and they're trying to figure it out, and they're they're mad, and they're frustrated, and and ultimately instead of seeking for that understanding, they're getting frustrated everybody else, are getting frustrated at life, getting frustrated at their spouse, frustrated at their kids, uh, but if they would take a moment, sit down and say, God, what are you trying to show me in this trial? You'd be shocked. God is saying, there's a lot of stuff there I'm trying to burn out of you. There's some selfishness there. There's some pride there. There's some You put in that blank and you fill it in and you would quickly find out why trials come into life. God is using it to purify his people because God says, I got a church to build in ARC. I got a church to build in Carson City. I've got a revival and it comes through people that have been purified, people that have allowed me to work on them, people that are understanding of what I'm doing in their life. Let's stand. Why don't we lift up our hands and let's pray. God, let us be a people of understanding. Understand the trials. Understand the people that we are working with. God, understand your word. Understand your laws. God, help us understand your blessings and your favor. Help us. God, you're of infinite understanding, God, And you understand things that I I might not understand right now. But, God, if you'll share that with me, I will work better for your kingdom. If you'll help my understanding uh, to be enlightened, I will work for your kingdom. I will. Oh, somebody pray. Come on, let's pray in the name of Jesus. Come on, I think God's opening up some understanding. Not just about doctrine. But there's some understanding in life that's been holding some folks back. And God's saying, if you just stop and listen, I'd give you understanding. If you'd let me just go ahead and correct some things and burn some things out, you'd understand, and it would help you grow. And I've got your best interests at heart, and I understand. Let's lift up our hands and let's pray. Oh, Jesus, we love you. There's some people that lack understanding right now, and God's dropping a nugget of revelation in your mind. Now it makes sense, God. Now it makes sense, God. You're trying to build me. You're trying to help me grow, God. You're trying to help the church grow, God. You've got a ministry that you're working on, God, in my life. And, God, I may not have understood it, but now, God, I understand. And I accept it all, God. 73 and 12. Behold, these are, un- are the ungodly who prosper in the world. They increase in riches. Verily I have cleansed my heart in vain and washed my hands in innocence. Why do I go to church? Everybody's doing better than me. I- I'm not the only one who's ever felt that. But I lacked understanding at that moment. And so did the writer. This is what he said in verse 16. When I thought to know this, it was just too painful to me. When I just thought about how everybody else was better than me, everybody else was doing, everything was going well, and I'm struggling. I don't have understanding of why. Why them and why not me? Why am I not blessed? Why is this, that, and the other? you got to understand blessings properly. When I talk about people in the church being blessed, don't complain when somebody gets a new house, a new car, I'll tell you why don't ever complain when somebody gets to take a vacation when somebody gets something blessed in their life because God brought it onto them don't ask why them, why not me instead you go man God why not me because God might want to bless you too and how will you go ahead and respond when you've been criticizing everybody else when God comes by to bless you oh hallelujah hit something right there He's talking about a world that doesn't even live through God. And they have everything better than him. And he's thinking, I'm wasting my life. Verse 17. Until I went to the sanctuary of God. And then I understood their end. Understanding comes when you come to the house of God and you get a hold of God. you start thinking, you know what? Sometimes, God, you're not blessing me because I'm not doing this right. I'm not doing that right. Sometimes you're not blessing me because you know you'll lose me. Sometimes you're not healing me, because if I got healed, I might walk out the back doors. But when you come to the house of God, you know what comes from the house of God? Understanding. God blesses His people with understanding. You could be frustrated all week, but you come to the house of God. And God says, let me help you understand, son. It's because I love you. I'm taking care of you. I've got your best interest at heart. Why me? I'll tell you why. Because I love you. Because you're a child of mine. And and, and your end is going to be a lot better than their end. And what happens in your life is going to be a much bigger blessing. Somebody lift up your hands and let's pray. I'm done teaching. Somebody needs to pray. God, I've been struggling to understand. But today, I need you to help me understand. I've come to the house of God. There's areas of life. There's areas of scripture. There's areas at my work, areas in my marriage, areas in my family, with my kids, with my home, with this, that, and the other. I don't understand. But God, help me to understand. Help me to perceive it right. Help me to know why properly, Jesus. I want to open up this altar. If you want to come and pray, you can come pray. If you want to go get a drink of water or do whatever, you're welcome to do that. But we're going to have a time of prayer before service in Jesus' name. Let's pray. God bless you.